right now we're doing a series called um, old, uh, Bible Stories You May Have Never Heard. And so we've done, I think, three already. Yeah, I think we've done three already, maybe two. Um, but this one tonight, maybe one of my favorites, maybe one of my favorites. OK, um, now I've, I've 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 talked about this, but I don't think I've ever did this at impact. Um, and so we're going to be in Judges tonight, um, chapter 11, verse 1 through 11. So Judges 11, verse 1 through 11. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because as we do these stories, a lot of them are in the Old Testament. And, it, and you know, I remember it was years ago, Sierra was like, you, you know, I was talking to so-and-so and they never heard, I was trying to tell them something about whatever, and they never heard the story about this, the story about that. And there's so many different things we pull out of these and we look at them as stories, but they're actual events that had happened to people, okay? Because so many times when we look at the Bible, it happened so long ago, and we're like, oh, it's just a story. No, it's not just a story. It's literally things that had happened to people that were recorded. And believe me, some of us can testify that if we were to write down our life events in a book, people may not believe what happened to us if they were to read it a thousand years from now, Right that if you were to write down everything that happened in your life, Aviance, that if, if Tanya tells, or Tyrell were to write down, the th I see you, Aviance, if y'all were to write down the things that you've been through and write down the things that you've gone through, the things that you've encountered and the things that you've experienced, people may not even believe your story if they were to read it years and years and years from now. But these are actual things that have happened to people. I'm going to read from the NIV, and, 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 and I'm, I'm going to tell you now, that even as I read this, you're going to understand exactly where I'm going with this Bible stories that you may have never heard. This one is about a gentleman by the name of Jephthah. Jephthah is his name, okay? Now, verse 1 says, Jephthah, the Galadite, was a mighty warrior, okay? So the first thing we learn about him was that he had talent, okay? He had skill. He had something inside of him. And Andre, I know as hard as it is to believe sometimes, all of us are born with that. And I know sometimes we elevate certain gifts above other, other gifts. If you could sing like Sierra or you could sing like Aviance, you're going to, people are going to put you up in front and all this other kind of stuff. Or if you could preach like somebody, oh, you're going to be the one. But everybody's born with something. Everybody has a gift. Don't forget that's one of the pillars of impact that it is said in 1 Peter 4.10 that, that God has given each of us a gift and we are to what? share that gift out of love with everybody, right? And so we've all been given something that we ought to share. I see you, Sierra, to make an impact on the world around us. So we see that already it's established that this guy Jephthah was a mighty warrior, okay? Now, we don't know anything else up to this point, but isn't it funny how it is that it is very important that at the outset of this story that, the, that we see right off the get-go in verse 1 of Judges 11 that he was a mighty warrior. It already establishes who he was, right? And the gift that was given to him. Now watch this. It says his father was Gilead. His mother was a prostitute, okay? So we see, number one, he was a mighty warrior. We see that we know who his father was, and we see that his mother was a prostitute, all right? Now watch this. Gilead's wife, Gilead's wife also bore him sons. And so now we see this, that not only was Jephthah's mom a prostitute, Jephthah's mom had no relation at all with, J with Jephthah's father. They were not married. They were not dating. There was no romance. It was transactional. That's as far as we're going to go with it tonight, Mike. So, so you get it, right? And so we see right now that they say, now Jephthah was talented, and he was born with this thing, right? And we see that Jephthah was a mighty warrior. It says, now his dad was Gilead. His dad had status. 
People knew who his father was. However, his mom was someone that society looked down to due to what she was doing, right? He didn't ask for this. He was born into it. Is that anybody's testimony tonight that I I didn't ask for this? I was didn't we talk about this a weeks ago? Like I was I was when we talked about the, the, the uh children of Israel, it was like I what happens when you're the generation that's supposed to go to the promised land, but you were born in the wilderness. Okay. He was look, I was born in the craziness. I was born in the wilderness. I didn't ask for it. We are well accustomed to the wilderness and the craziness that we that we walk into ourselves. But what happens when you were born into the craziness? So he was born into this. And now we see that his father Gilead, not only was his mom a prostitute, but his father Gilead had a wife and his wife had kids. And, so, and when they were grown up, they drove Jephthah away. OK, so here, so here he is. I was born into this situation. All right. And not only was I born into this situation, I had nothing to do with this. And now you guys are taking it out on me. All right. If anybody has ever felt like they were mistreated, if they were misunderstood, if they were taken advantage of, if they just didn't fit in, if they was pushed away, Tracy, if anybody feels like that, Jephthah knows exactly what you're talking about. You, because he was born in the situation and for whatever reason, his brothers drove him away, didn't want him around. Even though, watch this, he had a right to the inheritance. Let's read. Let's, let's go ahead and read verse. Uh, keep, keep reading. It says you are the, the brother said you are not going to get any inheritance in our family. They said because you are the son of another woman. Isn't it interesting that they would say you are the son of another woman, but wouldn't say that you are the son of our father? Here we go. Mm-hmm. We talking about identity tonight too. Knowing who you are. Here we go, Diamond. They were quick to point out who his mother was, but they weren't quick to point out who his father was or that he was a mighty warrior. Listen, sometimes no matter the truth about you or who you are, people will only choose to see the negative. They will only choose to see that which they can chase you away about or that which they can criticize you about or that which they can judge you on. All this other kind. And here he is, right? Mighty warrior. His father was Gilead. But the only thing these other brothers wanted to accuse him of was, was something that he had no control over. He had no control over what his mother was. Right? And so they say what? I see you, Tracy. And so they decided to drive him away. Watch this. And said, you cannot get any of the inheritance of our family. Watch this. As if, watch this, as if they had any control over the inheritance anyway. Please watch. I'm not even supposed to be this far into teaching. Please do not let people trick you into thinking that you are not due what God says you're due. Please do not let people trick you into thinking that God is not going to deliver on his promises to you. I see you, Sierra. Please, how do you get the black hands on Zoom? I've been trying to do it, but I got the yellow ones. You got the, it is Black History Month with the last day of it. Uh, good job, Sierra. Teach me how to how to get that. You Listen, listen, do not let people trick you into thinking you do not deserve or you are not, you are not uh, 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 an heir to what God has already said you're an heir to, right? We are already children of God. We are already joint heirs with Christ. That's in the word. And you can say what you want. You can try to base, but that. And so they tried to tell him, you are not going to get an inheritance because you are the son of another mother that has watch this. That has nothing to do even in earthly biblical times with inheritance. It had everything to do with who his father was, nothing to do with who his mother was. So even by the law, they were wrong in telling him that. And people will try to tell you, here's what you can be, Diamond. Here's all you're ever going to accomplish. And sometimes, Diamond, even the things inside of us will tell us, this is all I'm going to be, Crystal. This is all I'm ever going to accomplish, Tyrell. This is the only thing I'm ever going to be in life. And that is a lie. 
The same way they're trying to tell him that you will never get any of this inheritance is the same is the same way that that we have this negative self talk or other people say the same thing to us. And it, it, but you cannot determine what is supposed to be given to me by God. Y'all know the old song. What God I see you talking about. What God has for me, it is for me. Y'all remember that old song, right? And what God what you know what God has for me, is, and there's nothing you can say or do or 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 try to trick me out of. So watch this. So watch what happens here. Verse three. So Jephthah fled. He left. He said, I'm out. You know what? I'm good. I'm gone. So Jephthah, this is verse three, fled from his brothers and settled into the land of Tob, where a gang of scoundrels gathered around him and followed him. That's right. This is what I love. Here's another. I hope y'all writing this stuff down. Here's another point. Watch this. Jephthah left and he found people who would accept him. Don't listen. Don't y'all ever walk around this earth being thirsty to fit in with people. Don't do it. I'm going to say it again. Tanya T Charles, listen. Don't don't ever walk around this earth being thirsty to fit in with people. Now watch this. The people that he wasn't going to fit in with were literally his family. Mm-hmm. Y'all want me to keep going or y'all want me to stop? Y'all want me to keep going about family or you want me to stop? Don't ever... I see you, Andre. I'm going to keep going. I just need a little bit of, of, of water. Watch this. Don't ever be thirsty to fit in with anybody, even family. And we watch this. We see we see this a lot in churches. Churches nowadays, man, are social clubs. It's all about who you hanging out with, who you with, how often we going out, and whether I feel like I fit in and doing all this stuff to try to fit in with people. Don't you ever do anything to try to fit in with people. You know why? Because God, God's got people for you. There's not one church I'd rather be at right now, Tierra, Tierra, right now. I've spent time doing music in church, preaching in churches, leading worship teams after church. I don't miss not one thing about anything, anywhere I've ever been. The people, listen, my my group right now are the group that's right here on this call, the group that's on Sundays at the Zoom, the group that's that's feeding the homeless. The group, this is my group. Jeff that left the people where he belonged, left his tribe, left his family, left where his inheritance was. And, and when he left, God said it led him to a different land. Watch this, where a gang of scoundrels, people that nobody accepted, people that nobody wanted around, people that didn't fit in anywhere else, they gathered together and they did what? And they followed him. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Why they told us he was a mighty warrior is because when God has, this is why we talked about the light two weeks ago, that God's not going to hide you, Tracy, because you've got light in you. Diamond, God is not going to hide you. Tanya, God is not going to hide you. Instead of hiding... Jesus said, why in the world would you put a barrel over the light? He said, instead, you will place it where it can be seen so it can light the whole house. And if this house won't accept you, God will place you somewhere where your light will be able to shine. And so you don't have to walk around trying to be accepted by people. You don't have to walk around trying to prove yourself to anybody. You don't have to walk around and try to prove anything about yourself or fit in or feel like you're a part of anything because there are people out there that you fit in with and God will lead you directly to them. And that's what he did with Jephthah. I got you, Andre. Watch this. Although that might be Montana from Andre's phone. Watch this. Since his brothers settled in the land of Tob, here we go, where a gang of scoundrels gathered around him and they followed him. Now, now we've got some time that passed. We got some time that passed. Watch this. Says sometime later, when the Ammonites were fighting against Israel, here we go, verse five. Y'all ready for the plot switch? 
Can somebody in the ch- chat box just just type plot switch? Here's the plot switch. Here we go. Watch this. Verse five says the elders of Gilead went to Jephthah. So now they're under attack. And now watch this. The same elders. Here we go. Who would not stick up for him because it wasn't the elders that kicked him out. It was his brothers that kicked him out. And the elders, the, the supposedly spiritual ones, the ones who were supposed to be spiritual mature, the ones who were supposed to stick up for him and say, y'all not supposed to do that to him. He is due his inheritance. He is Gilead's son. They did not. But now those same people who didn't speak up, speak up for him did what? They went to Jephthah where Jephthah was. Uh-huh. They didn't go to Jephthah where they were. They left, they left where they were and they went to the, watch this, they went to the land of the scoundrels. <laughs> where Jephthah was. The out the, the y'all remember um on the, the Christmas cartoon Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer where they had the, the the island of misfit toys? They left, they left it, they left where they were and they went to the island of misfit toys where the people who don't fit in, the people who got something wrong with them, the people that you wanted to kick out, the people that you turned your back on, they went to them. Watch this, and they said, they said, be our commander so we can fight the Ammonites. Y'all ready for this Bible story? So let's let's reset it. Watch this. Watch this, Tanya Tubbs. Watch this. So, so he was born in a situation he could that that wasn't in his control. His own family turned their backs on him and kicked him out over something that wasn't his control. Told him he wasn't who he thought he was. You're not getting this inheritance. All this other kind of stuff. He left. Found a place where he fit in. He's living his life. I've done moved on. I'm good. I found my people. We over here chilling. And then what happens? The same people who didn't stand up for him, the same people who watched him be taken advantage of, did what? Came to him and said, we need your help. Y'all ready? This is why we read the Bible, because stories like these are right here in the Bible. Charles, they came to him and said, "I know we know we kicked you out. We didn't stand up for you, but now we need you. Now watch verse seven. Verse seven, Jephthah said to them, didn't you hate me and drive me from my father's house? Why do you now come to me when you're in trouble? Have you ever wanted to say that to somebody? Why do you now come to me when you're in trouble? Weren't you the one who said this about me? Weren't you the one who said you would not, you don't need me? Weren't, I, see, I see you, Sierra. Weren't you the one who said, Wait a minute. I thought you I thought you had all this to say about me behind my back. Weren't you the ones who didn't stick up for what was right? Weren't you the ones that turned your back? Weren't you the ones that but now you come to me when you need my help. Whoa. <laughs> Montana said it sounds like my kids. <laughs> Montana, you better leave Trey and uh, and Salisa alone. Tracy. Avians, I see y'all. Look said, he said, you hated me and drove me from where I belonged. Now it's one thing to hate me, but then to try, but then to push me out of my inheritance, push me out of my home, push me out of comfort, push me out of predictability, push me out of protection. You pushed me out. And now you come to me when you're in trouble. Mm hmm. Y'all know that sound familiar? I see Crystal shaking her head now like, "Mm mm-hmm, I see it, I see it. Now watch this, verse 8. The elders of Gilead 
Here's what they said, Tracy. Watch this. Said to him, nevertheless, we are turning to you now. Like, yes, we that was us. We did. You're right. We turned our face there. But nevertheless, we're turning to you now. Come with us to fight the Ammonites, and you will be head over all of us that live in Gilead. Ooh, now watch this. His inheritance wasn't to be head over everybody. It was only after he left, got comfortable. They said, well, now if you come back and help us, and watch this, look how God, watch this, look how, seriously, at least they admitted it. That's right, because people I know, they don't even admit that they did you wrong. They should be coming to you, asking for help, and saying, man, how come we fell apart? It's like, well, you know what happened anyway. Uh, so so anyway, um, <laughs> see, you know, you know, it's a thin line between when I go go off the railroads and then when I won't, so don't, don't tease it. Watch this. So then, uh, so, 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 so he says, uh, uh, he said, they said, nevertheless, uh, but they said, if, if you do this, we're going to make you head over everything. God done turned this guy who Gilead's son, mom was a prostitute, not accepted by his family, kicked out, told you wasn't going to get your inheritance, found, found his tribe. And that, and now says, well, if you do this, for, now they come back and he says, if you do this for us, what do you say? If you do this for us, we'll make you head over everything. I'm trying to convince y'all that you will not miss out on anything for doing what the Lord calls you to do. And I'm not even talking about, I'm not talking about like preaching or anything like that. I'm just talking about like living the way that God wants you to live. Being kind to people, being, being nice to people. Other people may not see it. They will never, other people, why are you being so nice? Why are you said this, that, that, how come, da, 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 how come da? because I see the blessings of God all over my life. There's one song that we play on, on, on WGTS on the Christian radio stations that I work for. And this guy talks about the he says that the more that I look into the details, the more that the more of your goodness I find. That that when I actually look back over my life, I can see in, in small details how God protected me from this, protected me from that, opened up this door, opened up that door. And 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 when God has been looking out for you in that way. You're like, I, I'm not going to hold nothing against nobody. I'm good. I'm going to look out for for Because you know at the end of the day, you're not going to suffer anything for it. You're not going to suffer lack for a diamond. I see you, Montana. You're not going to suffer lack for anything you did according to the word of God. Those seeds come back. <laughs> those, those seeds come back. Now watch this. So he said, so Jeff, the answer in verse eight says, suppose you take me back to fight the Amorites and the Lord gives them to me. Will I really be your head? Now he's like, can I trust you guys? Because we all understand that when somebody does, when someone turns their back on you, there are, there is trust issues. There's trust issues. Are y'all really going to do what y'all said y'all going to do? The elders of, uh, of Gilead replied, the Lord is our witness. We will certainly do, uh, do, uh, do as you say. So Jethro went with the elders of Gilead and the people made him head command over them and he repeated all of his words before the Lord in Mitzvah. Now you can read chapter twelve to get um, to get uh, 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 the rest of that. So we saw what he didn't have the ideal life. Born of a prostitute, family didn't accept him, pushed him away. They did, wouldn't give him his inheritance. Even the religious leaders, the elders, would not stand up for him. We see that he found companionship and friends among people that were considered worthless. Listen, like I said, do not be thirsty to walk around here trying to fit in with anybody. Don't and, and by the way, don't assume you know who God will pair you up with. Do not assume that you know how God will connect certain things and connect certain people and pair you up with this. You have no clue who God has to prepare to uh, is preparing right now. 
to pair you up and to partner with you. We talked about the power of partnership weeks ago. You know, we get so caught up on, on, on who we want to be around that we don't see the value in the people who are actually around us. Man, years ago, I went to a birthday party, man, and this guy had easily 50 people at this restaurant. Man, I mean, we had the whole joint shut down. I might have been like almost 60. And, and it was his birthday. And he sat there sad. And was trying to talk like, what's going on? I think it was one or two people that weren't there. And I was like, but look at everybody who's here for you. Why are you sad about those two? You know, why, you know, you so sad that these two individuals aren't here. It's like a disrespect and a slap in the face to all of us who are here spending our Friday night, paying all this money to be here with you and celebrate you. And you sitting here sad because somebody else ain't here. Do not get so caught up with who you want to be around that you do not appreciate or see the value in the people that God has put it before you right now. There's not one person that I miss that, that, that I, Oh man, I saw I sure. I mean, obviously impact is, is what it is, but I'm saying I, I, I don't, there's not one name or face that I see on this call. Like, man, you know what? Impact will be so lit, man. It's just so-and-so and so-and-so was on this call. Nope. When I see Jason, when I see Tyrell, when I see Crystal, when I see Andre, I see Diamond, I see Mike, I see Tanya Tubbs, I see Charles, I see Tracy, I see J I see every Andre Montana, I see all the I, I light up. I light up. And I was, you know, and the, the other days when Ma's on here and, and Kashana's on here and 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 um uh you know and, and Tanya Robinson's on, man, I light up. I see these man, it, it doesn't there's not one person, man. Yeah, I'm glad we had these people, but man, I just wish that so and so. Nope, not at all, not at all. And we got to make sure we don't do that, that we don't get so caught up in this superstar syndrome and, and highlighting, you know, and this is what happens in churches all the time. That's why we get these superstar preachers and every, and uh, that's right, Montana, it is all love. We get these superstar preachers and everybody, I just want to they want to be around, blah, 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 all this other kind of stuff. And you don't even appreciate the people who are around you because watch this. What if those people are actually holding you back? Because the people that were supposed to accept him were the ones that wanted to kick him out and wouldn't give him his inheritance. And now he had the advantage. So the same people who kicked him out all of a sudden needed him. And here's the question we have to ask ourselves. What will I do when God has placed me in a position to bless and help those who at one point in time in life caused me hurt and pain? You don't have to answer it tonight. You don't have to type it in the chat box. But the question that we have to figure out is, watch this. What, what, what will I do when God has placed me in a position to bless and to help those who at one point in time in my life caused me hurt and pain, what am I going to do? Or what should I do? Is that how I should put it? I heard a preacher say one time that the favor of God is an unfair advantage. And, 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 and if we would use an unfair advantage against those who we have the upper hand on, it is possible that God would not extend his favor to us. Now watch this. The question is, how 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 do we how do we treat people who mistreat us and now that they need and now they need us? How do we treat people who misuse us and now suddenly they need us? We already know what Matthew 5:43 says. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemies, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. Watch this. He is saying that this is what Jesus said. That, that love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. He says, so that you may be uh, a children of your father in heaven. That we are like, that we are the children of God when we what? When we pray for those who use us, uh, who, who, uh, uh, who hate us. 
or our enemies and those who persecute us when we pray and we love those, right? That's Matthew 5, 43 through 46. Because don't forget that it was in Romans where it says that uh, that that uh, God demonstrated his own love for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So while we were yet enemies against God, uh, uh, that it was Christ who what? Died for us. What else? Um, let's go to Galatians 6, 8. Well, actually, let's go to Proverbs 24. Uh, I'm going to do Proverbs 24, 17 first. Here's how else we treat people. Watch this. Proverbs 24, verse 17. Watch this. It says, do not gloat when your enemy falls. When they stumble, do not let your heart rejoice, or the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from them. That's a hard thing to do. The Bible is literally telling us that when you see people who take advantage of you and people who do you wrong, you see them fall, it says, do not gloat, do not rejoice. Even if it's the Lord that's punishing them, do not do it. Do not rejoice at it. It says, or the Lord will take his wrath, what? Away from them. Now, we also got to remember that in Ephesians 2, uh, 4 and 2, this, again, we're talking about how we're treating people when we're in that position. Someone does you wrong, they come back. What it says in Ephesians 4, 2, is that we're supposed to be humble and gentle, be patient with one another, making allowance for each other's fault because of your love. Someone does me wrong, I've got to make an allowance. Now, that doesn't mean that I allow abuse and that I allow myself to be trampled on like some doormat. No, 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 no. It just means what? That people don't have to be perfect around me. You don't have to walk around on eggshells. You don't have to do everything right. I'm not going to criticize everything that you do. You ever, you ever, you ever been around something like, it's like, you know, no matter what you do, um, I see you, Chris. Chris already nodding her head. She knows exactly what I'm, about to, what I'm about to say. Like, no matter what you do, they're going to find something wrong with something. It's like, you know, you can do, you, you give me a list of 10 things to do. And then you'll do all the 10 things. And then number 11 and 12, they'll, they'll find something else, you know, to complain about. And, but, but the point is, is, it's like, no, don't be like that. Make allowance for other people to not be perfect. Because what? Because God is working on all of us. That we're supposed to make allowance for others' fault and forgive anyone who's offended you. This is what it says in Colossians 3.13. It says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Y'all ready for that? And so the attitude we have to have is that attitude of Jephthah. Right? That they don't they didn't see he was a mighty warrior. They didn't see worth in him. All they saw was the mess he was born in, and he had nothing to do with it. They kicked him out, and then they came what crawling right back to him. And it it is it is so important that our hearts are right, because that's where the favor of God comes in, that God will favor his people and favor his children if he knows we will not use that unfair advantage to get vengeance on somebody who who mistreated us. Amen. Amen.